I mean, I put the analog one and two. I mean, that's what that little pop was. The little crackle noise. I thought that was your shoulder. Before that. Okay. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Gross. Welcome back to Otaku. <laughs> Fuck. Didn't you know that being a human is friggin' gross? Bodies are making all kinds of fun noises. Yep. We've been eating too many beans. Too many beans. Uh, yeah, we're back. And, uh, hey, let's talk about, let's talk about some traumatic shit. Yeah. Well, you know, at least we're not, uh, Kira Yoshikage who eats salad for breakfast. Yeah. 33 year old, most eligible bachelor. Our original question from episode one, who the fuck eats salad for breakfast, finally gets answered. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a serial killer. Yes. With a thing for handsy ladies. Well, ladies handsies, I would argue. (laughs) Dainsies little ladies handsies. Gross. (laughs) Yeah. um, But, uh, all right, let me see. So this is episode 21, and it's Shigechi ruins someone else's life for once. (laughs) Um, no. What? Yeah. Yeah. Cause this is like, let me see. Yeah. Cause this is the first oh, one where it's he... the sandwich episode. Yes. It's the doing chew. <laughs> right. Uh, so we have Kira in a sandwich shop. Just getting molesting the sandwiches with a dead hand. Yeah. Not belonging to, well, in a sense it belongs to him, but it's not attached to him. No, no. He's holding a dead woman's hand. It's on his last legs, right? Like yeah, it point. starts getting ripe. Yeah, he's like... So he like sprays it with perfume. Oh, God. <laughs> and somehow he manages to like poke a hole in one of the sandwich wrappers. And the sandwich is wet. Yes, it is sopping. Because apparently like the sauce gets all over the fingers, which he then publicly... I'm thinking In this, this store, yeah, like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. licks off. <laughs> It's really bizarre. Yeah. And everybody else is just like conveniently la, 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 yeah, la, la. in their own little world. Oh, I'm sure that man's not doing anything horrifically disgusting. I think, I think what angers me most about this episode is that Kira knows that this sandwich shop sells out of their sandwiches like pretty quickly. Hmm. And he still goes out of his way to ruin one. Like I'm pretty sure he did it on purpose. There's no way he wasn't like jamming the fucking <laughs> right. Right. Why was he doing that? Rigor mortis fingers. <laughs> yeah. And it's like he probably got up early just to, to go do this shit. Like just as part of his little um routine. No, he was at work. Was he? So what time? He was on oh, lunch yeah, that's break. right. That's right. It's for lunch. And they were like, ah, they always sell out quick for yeah. lunch. Okay. The idiots. My beautiful little idiot boys. Tiny seven brain cells between yeah. <laughs> the two of them. So <laughs> This is also the episode where we like realize that Kira talks a lot like Dio as well. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, I don't know. He said like Kono Kira Yoshikage or something like that. Or maybe I just wrote that down because I thought it was hilarious. No, I think he does. And that's like, I guess, the whole sociopath trope thing or megalomaniac. I don't know. Which one is he? Because Dio is definitely a megalomaniac. Kira is... <sighs> I wouldn't say that he's a megalomaniac. 
Well, he doesn't really maybe. have aspirations. Actually, like... no, no, yeah, he doesn't want anyone to know who he is. He wants to live a quiet life, right, in the northeast corner of Morio, right, in a nice little where spot. all the villas are. Yeah, where the villas are, you know the spot. <laughs> yeah, but he works in retail, right, at a clothing store. Somehow, this is like very much like the Friends gang, where he's somehow affording this like ridiculously nice house on a on a like what do you even really do kind of budget or salary. So I wonder if that um, department store is actually more like a like a Bloomies or like a like a really high end one. Oh, my arm is throbbing in pain right now. Um, what's the place we bought your French cuffs, French cuffed Armani shirt at? <laughs> um, like Fifth, Saks Fifth. Yeah, Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Could be. I mean, yeah, it's Morio seems to be doing very well for itself, aside from the pension for serial killers. Well, there's only like deaths. one. <laughs> well, yeah, before. And then all of a sudden there seems to be a bunch of psychopaths running around. Well, thanks to the bow and arrow. Right. Which, since the stands are all drawn to each other, could probably conceivably be faulted back to the Joe stars. <laughs> Damn it, Joseph. Right. You had to go stick your dick in something in right. Morio, didn't you? It, he, oh, God. Really, like, that's actually, like, probably the, the fucking impetus of this whole thing. Well, no, it's because it's because Dio wanted to wear a Joe Star <laughs> for the rest of eternity. It's like, uh, it's like that, um... Put your best suit on. What's the, uh, the retail, the internet retail shop that you can buy, like, designer stuff or, like, just rent it for a couple days? And... Everywhere. Right. Yeah, because I always looked at those dress rental websites. Yeah, it's for... like one of those. Yeah. But with a Joe Star. Mm. Yeah. But there's no uh there's no return policy. No. No yeah. returns accepted. Yeah. And he didn't want it anyways. He's like, oh, I think I'm gonna keep this one. I'm gonna buy it for free. Yeah, so I don't wanna like recap the episode. So I'm gonna skip really far ahead here, um, to the second thing that really pissed me off about this episode. What's that? <laughs> when Okiasu just tosses his lunch aside. Is this when they're in the the room that he like yeah. crawl like just like yeah they're in like crawls. the little the little gymnasium side room or whatever like drinking the teachers like coffee and tea yeah I, and Okiasu literally just fucking chucks his lunch aside. I do really enjoy the stupid face that Okiasu makes as he like climbs through, like contorts his stupid body through the window. He's, I thought he was coming through ass first. Right, but like he's he wrenches himself around. He like makes this really dumb. Well, yeah, he makes Okiasu face. Um, yeah, that's what he defaults to. Well, yeah, that's his face. True, <laughs> it's like actually his face, right? Um, I do him. think it's really cute, like that Josuke and Okiasu, like as much older, bigger teenagers, like actually like went in d- down into the middle school, like gymnasium, like fucking through the window, like shimmied their way down in there, and then had a had an argument about soy sauce, right? Well, it was, um, yeah, soy sauce or Versus, ka- uh, katsu sauce. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like... Because they got, they got tonkatsu. Yeah. And uh, Okiasu's like, you're an idiot. You, What do you mean soy sauce? You got to use the katsu sauce. Yeah. Duh. Otherwise, it's Even like I an obsolete that. name. Yeah. Why would they call it that if you're not supposed to use the friggin' sauce? I did really thoroughly enjoy that. Just seeing those boys live their day-to-day lives makes me so happy. Yeah. They're definitely... They're definitely... I feel like moments like this is like shows how much closer the two of them are than I guess Koichi is, even well, though yeah. they're really close. But it's like, mm. has Koichi even met Shigechi at this point? I don't feel like he has, or if he has, it's like it was like fleeting. No, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I don't think he's even aware of his existence because of like the next couple episodes, the way he reacts to stuff is like, uh, <laughs> the fuck. Right. Um, this, this episode fucking gets wild mm-hmm. because, um, Shigechi steals Kira's dead lady hand, um, thinking it's his lunch. And and the whole premise of the episode is Kira trying to get it back. And um, Shigechi finally, like, maybe kind of sort of gets away. Uh, no, no, no. Kira, like, leaves after Josuke and Okiyasu fucking dip out um, when they get caught by the teacher. Then, then Kira fucking sneaks out. And then Shigechi is like, aha, you stole my lunch. Right. You've been stealing my lunch this whole time. Yeah, because he used and then Harvest. And Kira's like... Let me just give you my medical history real quick. Right. He did do that. Like all, for some reason. all 10 minutes of it. Yeah. I'm and just going to let you know that um, this is my health history and and this is who I am. He's like, <laughs> I make sure I get at least eight hours of sleep every night. Yeah. It's fucking wild. I wake up feeling refreshed every morning. You're just like, man, there's something wrong with this dude. Like, obviously, he's carrying around a dead woman's hand. And then you're like, there's something really wrong with this guy. He's giving like a 12-year-old his fucking medical history. And this kid is probably like, I just want my fucking lunch, dude. Yeah. So I think that Shigechi just standing there. I mean, and in a way, he kind of gets himself fucking killed, which I'm not like saying mm. that. Mm-hmm. But like he literally chases him down. Yeah. And forces the confrontation. A- yeah, he chases down a strange man who is hiding out in his middle school, who's obviously not a teacher. Right. And he's like, just like, hey, you stole my fucking think... sandwich. <laughs> it's what he sounds like now. Okay. Um. All right, well, moving on. It just boggles my mind that, uh, that that's like a thing with a capital T. It's like Shigechi, Shigechi feels like he's so powerful i guess yeah because he has a stand but then kira's like (laughs) look what i have (laughs) don't associate that good laugh with this bad man yeah you're right that was dirty i felt dirty doing that Ooh, i real quick off topic i uh they were filming today at the brewery and i had to pour a couple beers um left-handed so i fucked it up and made a huge mess and i'm really hoping that got caught on camera so it looks like i have no idea what i'm doing and i'm like uh, i can't like we can't film these beers without any head on them take a barster straw and you like fucking whip it up so it looks like it was just poured that's some nefarious shit we don't do that where i work no because no. you don't make garbage no we don't <clears throat> and knocking all the beer. carbonation out it fucks with the flavor Yes. So my beer boss is very particular. <laughs> my beer boss. About us very much not doing that. Um, so anyway, so I I use a straw and I'm swirling the foam and the kid's like, oh, so you just like, you normally do that, right? And I was like, no, I really enjoy being employed here and working in the brewery. Uh, there's no way I would ever do this. And I was like, I feel so dirty right now. I'm like, I'm like, he's probably standing behind me. <laughs> like glaring at me so i'm I'm not even kidding you look over my shoulder this is what he's doing he's like (laughs) big fucking grin thumbs up and i'm just like Like, i'm visibly just like recoil like a turtle like i'm just like turtle 
But like he's he's fine with it if it's for pictures or whatever. Like it's not going out to customers. He's fine with the presentation. Oh, that's really funny. Just him just fucking looming in the background. He should, he was standing there with like his arms folded, and then he was just like, I was like, okay, thanks. Okay, bud. Thanks. Please, please stop making me do this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, completely off topic. That's um, okay. But it was it was really funny at the time because literally everyone like I turned around and like everyone like watched me like look at him and they saw him just be like yeah that's so great after I was like he's going to kill me for doing this if he, he ever sees me do this he will literally like Arbor, scream at me Arbor really likes to uh, internalize his rage <laughs> no he doesn't <laughs> well that's what you tell them though to make the whole thumbs up thing funnier anyway now that we've made my boss sound like a complete Complete fucking psycho. Nah. He's not, I promise. He's like the world's nicest person. He cool. Um, I don't even know what that had to do with anything. Doesn't matter. This. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's content. Completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Episode 22. Yeah, sure. This right, is as good great. a spot as any. I think it was, well, I actually, I literally don't fucking know because we were talking about Shigechi being a dumb shit and walking into his own death. So I don't really understand how that oh, works. Oh, feeling dirty because oh, I, yes. I did the I did the gyro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. There okay. We. Go. Yeah. Figured it out. Tangent. Yeah. So uh, Shigechi's greed gets him blown the fuck up. Yeah. Basically, I mean that's the moral of the story for this he's episode. On like a, he's like I think that's part of the reason why I don't like his character at all because he goes from being a sweet like dumbass. To being, yeah, like at the very, very beginning, he's like a sweet little for dumbass. like literally all of two and a half minutes, yeah. and then he's all like, "Oh, you're trying to use me? I'm gonna be a shitlord." But it's the just... entire time that Kira was standing there, like talking to him, like when they were confronting each other, like Shigechi's like sniveling, he's got like snot dripping out of his face. Yeah, I hate him I so much. Like I did not feel. <clears throat> I think the first time we watched this, I I was like, "Oh no!" Like that super fucking sucks that he got blowed up. Right. The second time I watched it, I was just like, oh, thank God. Right. We're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> We're done with this little Done arc. with this side character. Yeah. I think the most disturbing part of that was when Shigechi, like, goes, like, his soul or whatever, like, goes flying over the yeah. alleyway. That was really fucked up. Yeah. Like, he's literally dragged screaming in agony, like, to wherever. Like, yeah. it's up, but. <laughs> right. It's up, but not the movie up. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Getting did you want to talk about like kira's stand like being able to turn anything into a bomb because i wrote a note about that and that was literally the whole note it's just kira can turn stuff into bombs um i just pictured one of those like coming back from commercial break things where it shows their power and it just says turn shit into bombs <laughs> that's it <laughs> no it'd say kira yoshikage can turn anything he touches into a bomb mm-hmm mm-hmm and or then, or Killer Queen, yeah. I guess technically it would be Killer Queen. Yeah, because he has two or three different like kind of like usage, but he calls them different things. Yeah, let's not uh, spoilers. <sighs> so we're literally just going to talk about Killer Queen as is from this episode. Yes, go. So Killer Queen, he is a big nasty cat, and he pink, and he is he pink or purple. He's like lavender. Yeah, he's very pretty and like my hair. But yes, but your hair thankfully doesn't blow stuff up that it might touches or yeah, it might and it might just be one of those things that you don't even know it can do and I'll accidentally find out and then I won't have any hands. Oh no! Yeah, I like your hands. They give me peat rubs. Yeah, yeah, that would be kind of a bummer. 
Yeah. But um, the uh, I feel like this episode very hard and fast went from uh, this guy is just a creep, and because even in a moment, because he's using Shigechi is using Harvest, and I remember the way that Kira reacts. He acts as though he almost can't even see harvest at first like at the very first he's like what's he, what's t- it's like something's t- pulling on this like something's pulling on the bag yeah yeah but i think maybe he was acting like that because he hadn't ever encountered like another stand user like knowingly before yeah no it was just yeah he, that, that's probably what it was but i remember first being like wait is this motherfucker really not have a stand Mm, at this point and then immediately after we hadn't seen killer queen before right or had we Mm -mm. no yeah okay yeah so then all of a sudden it went from me feeling like uh maybe he does and then like literally uh, like two seconds later he friggin makes killer queen's presence very well physically known he physically manifests the stand and then he fucking what does he throw he yo the the yen like he uses yeah. money, which is of course Shigechi's biggest. But no, it's ego not even weakness. that. It's money. It's just like, what do you have? Because he thought he didn't know what his right. capability was. Right. So then, when Harvest goes to grab it and brings it back to him, then Kira's just like, "Ha ha, do a splody." Yeah, and he does his little trigger, right. which is literally just him snapping his finger. No, it's him like literally just mocking, pressing a trigger. Oh, it, uh, yeah, that's right. I guess it makes the. Does it make the noise like you snap? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, because it's I guess it's supposed to sound like a like a click, like a like an igni- or not a uh, not an igniter, a um, a lighter? detonator, detonator. Yeah, yeah, like a detonator, exactly. So he just <laughs> blows blows Shigechi's fucking face up, basically. I think Shigechi got off really easy with that first explosion too, because um, was he hold he wasn't holding the yen. It was still in, in Harvest. Yeah, it blew grasp. up like right next to him. Right. So I think he got off really easily mm-hmm. with that first one, like not getting the full brunt of the you're gonna explode from the inside out now. Yeah. Cause they made they made it look like he was like they do this a lot when they go from into like they do the transitions between commercial breaks and stuff, like someone will get hurt and it'll be like, Oh my god, they're dead instantly and then they come back and it's like, Oh, it's not that bad. Like, you know what I mean? They do Yeah, that it's sometimes. like the end of the chapter and you're like, This person's totally fucking right. dead. It looks like six gallons of blood are like exploding out of every square yeah. to their body and then they come back and it's like, Oh, they got a paper cut. Yeah. It's like what the fuck Iraqi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does this much. shit all the time. He does. Um, I think for like an introductory to this stand and knowing now that this is like the second half of the um, parts villain, like the main villain. Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of seem like super shitty because I guess Killer Queen is a Killer Queen is not a range stand that we know of. Right. No. Killer Queen is a power stand like Star Platinum. Yes. So like short three range, meters, like at most. Yeah, short range, lots of power. So I don't like. The one I think the big thing that's bothering me is like when did Killer Queen like touch the fucking doorknob that Shigechi went to? I like it must have been like before. Like it must have been well, no, because Kira immediately left the little gymnasium window and like climbed out and he didn't go inside. I think the only way that even kind of makes sense is the insinuation that he 
duped him by walking around the corner and then like crawled through a window or something without any of the Killer students Queen seeing must him. have gone through the wall or something. That's what I'm thinking too. Because he was True. right there at the hallway, you know, is however wide, maybe three meters wide. And so he was right outside that window with Killer Queen like over his shoulder when we when we next see him, when she gets, she's trying to get help. Yeah. I guess he could have just had Killer Queen apparate go, like, inside. Go inside and yeah. Yeah. Because that's another question. Can stands like if you're close enough to what your objective is, do you, does the stand have to like crawl through a window or can you just like apparate them? I think you can just apparate them. Like over by the door. I think, I think yes. Yeah. That'd be really stupid looking if like, you know, one of the boys comes across Killer Queen like just like trying to fit his weird cat body through the I think as long as your stand is within range, you can apparate it wherever you... Why do we keep saying that? You can make it appear wherever you want. That's my word. It's not your word, though. No. It's dirty, dirty, gross, nasty word. Is Harry Potter dirty, nasty, nasty, gross? Now it is. Oh. Because the author is dirty, nasty. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nasty, gross. Okay. (laughs) My bad. Um, No, it's okay. So, yeah, um... You can you can make your stand appear wherever well within your range, I I believe. Because when Josuke falls out the window, Crazy Diamond is like above him, you know? So he made yeah, he true. made Crazy Diamond like appear above him to reach down to grab him and like yank him back inside the fucking classroom. Yeah. I feel like I feel like power stands, like close range stands, are kinda like if you're thinking about it as like chess. They kind of act like a um, like the queen almost. Yeah. No, no pun. Like killer queen because you can move in any direction. But oh, you know. Oh, you might be onto something. <laughs> like a like, few fucking light bulb just went off in my head. Yeah, and then like the distance stands, you can only kind of it's limited. No, the queen thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Specific. She's like no, just like, specifically because that. queen. Yes. Killer queen. Yes. And then the queen of England. And queen of England. Yes. So, I, yeah, I don't know if fucking Araki's like a yes. mad genius. So, who knows? He is. Who Someone give me his phone style. number, by the way, because I want off this ride. <laughs> that won't help because. And I'm, I'm saying that before November 3rd. Because he'll answer and be like, Moshi Mosh. He'll be like, Moshi Mosh. And then you'll be like, I don't know anything else you're saying, but you sound just, just I'll great. I'll be like, listen, Araki sensei, <laughs> I know you can understand me. Yes. At least mostly. Right. Yeah. He, there's no way that he doesn't. Fucking stop. Yeah. Please stop. Um, yeah. I think I think you're on to something. I would like to do a later episode where we rank um, like power stands mm-hmm. against each other. So that would take a lot of probably like some research and, and whatnot. That'll have to be a little <clears> bit down <throat> the road. Maybe we should. No. Yeah. Let's rank. Let's do it this way. Let's rank protagonist power stands and then um, just with each other with other protagonists. And then we'll rank villain power stands with other villains. How's that sound? Sounds good. And that way there's there's not like, oh, well, you know, stopping time or blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to give stuff away because. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So frustrating. That, wow. that seems to be going that around a lot. That noise I just made was super ugly and it's really ugly on here too. <laughs> it looks like a looks like a porcupine like freaking out. Yeah. It's because you made a very high frequency so there's lots of spikes yes lots yeah. but like over a little yeah. range mm-hmm. like a little caterpillar <laughs> the, the angry little caterpillar like one of those venomous caterpillars yeah that i had on the fucking hops uh the only other really like notes that i have for this episode i have two notes left um well no i have three remy can see the dead as they go bye-bye 
Yep. And um, they when they have their stand users anonymous meeting in the middle of the city yeah. <laughs> on the street corner, right. um, I really love that Tonio is there and he's just like all looking all like cute and like chef. He's got a little toque on, yeah, a little chef coat on. Like Very he literally just ran over here from the restaurant. Yeah. And then he was all like so sweet and he's like, I'll I'll make sure people know that come into my restaurant. He's a good he's a good guy. Like yeah, he's I'm uh, still very very uh, happy uh, that he didn't uh, end up uh, being a fucking enemy stand user somehow. Right. Um I'm mad. Yeah, and then my last thing that I just wanted to touch on was that um I know we've watched a lot of videos about um JoJo's catchphrase being translated, the yada yada do they? And I know that like someone was like, it's literally like, it's like kind of like a, it's not a sign of annoyance. It's more like a sign of relief in most cases. Um, even though it's still translated uh, perpetual in English as like good grief. But I feel like in this episode towards the end, it's more like he's saying like, like how annoying, like this is actually really annoying. Like, is this 23? 22. It's the end of 22. Okay. They split up from the Stan Users R Us meeting. <laughs> Stan Users R Us. And Jojo, Jotaro has the button mm-hmm. that um, Shigechi Stan like, brought to Josuke and Okiasu. And he and Koichi start going off towards wherever. Right. Well, the, the, is it the tailor shop at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't... Does, is that the same day? Whatever. It doesn't matter. I just really remember like... Maybe it was like during like the little meeting or whatever when everyone's making their announcements and, and Jojo drops a couple yada yada dozes. It really does seem like he's not relieved by anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like, God, this is fucking annoying now. Maybe it's just a crutch phrase for him at this point. Because Probably. Because he's been saying it literally his entire life. So yeah. it's just almost a, a vocal sigh. It's like me just saying boy howdy at everything. <laughs> right. People are like, is that a is that a thing that people say in Georgia? And I'm like... I'm sure some people do, but... But boy, howdy. Not Fuck if I, pick- I know. <laughs> this is not where I picked it up. <laughs> no. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably like a crutch thing. All right, let's go to episode 23. Um, okay. Where you you and I both want to talk about how absolutely horrifying it would be to be someone who can't see stands because a shop owner that JoJo and Koichi end up at, Caterpillar Shoes. Right. Such a, <laughs> the such shop a owner... It's not a stand user, but mm-hmm. he's got a stand on him at one point, <clears throat> and it's literally like leaving tank tracks across him. Ugh, and that's How th- horrifying would that be if you just like looked down and there was like something like sliding over you, like just leaving indentations on your body? Like I'm sure that he could feel it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because this is after he had his friggin' hand blown up. Yeah. Like basically blown off, which right. I feel like this is one of the ones that I'm I'm glad that we are watching the uh the edited version because that was probably That was nasty. Super grisly. That was nasty. Yeah. It's just like spouting blood and chunks of, you know. Yeah. Viscera. Yeah. Um but yeah, like cuz I'm like in that instance, yeah, that would be really horrifying, but I feel like there's other instances where it would also be maybe like really funny watching the interactions between stand users as they fight as a non-stand user. Yeah, that's been... I think we've seen a lot of internet content that definitely touches on that that I think right. is pretty <laughs> pretty funny, actually. Because right. it's like they're basically standing there either like grunting or like all of a like sudden twitching randomly and twitching. Or like, like their pant leg like rips open and a gush of blood comes <laughs> out. And you're just like, what's happening? Yeah, I'm picturing some like them drawing a crowd as if they're like a busking duo or a trio or whatever, like a troop. And then people Surprise. start throwing money at them and... They're 
killing the shit out of each other. Yes, horrifically over yeah. the course of seven episodes. Right. It's just kind of like how Dio went flying into that fucking like jewelry shop or whatever, like <laughs> minus a leg. His leg ended up across. Fetch my leg for yeah. me. Oh my god, that video, like the 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 JoJo but without context video that we watched the other night, like the <laughs> that was super just cut quality. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just like about anywhere from like a half a second to two and a half seconds per. Thing and they're yeah. all just really good just smashed together yeah a bunch of scenes just zero context mm-hmm. whatsoever but it's so good um i think that's like my favorite content right now it's just like here's a bunch of shit with no context good luck yeah but thankfully thankfully we have the context right because i feel like even if we didn't have the context it would make it look i don't know would it be more or less ridiculous because looking back at it I'm i like, think we both would have just been sitting there like what like just cons- like one constant yeah. what for yeah. like three minutes. Pretty much. I mean, that's how I live my everyday life, essentially. Yeah. That's like my just my state of being. But yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd rather be a stand user or not be a stand user. If I have if I'm in a place where there's a bunch of stand users interacting, I feel like I feel like it would honestly be really horrifying, and I'd probably feel like I was going insane. Right, because as we've seen evidenced from every uh, part thus far is that stand users can't fucking help but be attracted to each other and not in the sexy way. And Sometimes. They, yeah, very seldomly. But, mm. yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Canonically, unfortunately, very seldomly. But that being said, I feel like if you were to try to live out your life in a quiet way as a stand user, you'd probably do it for about two years or so before some asshole drops in. 15 other stand users just ascend yeah, into your town. It's like, stand, we're here now. Like a fucking stand orgy rolled through. And you're just like, <laughs> I didn't want any of this. Uh, I, I wonder if they gaslight like uh, passersby as well because... I don't think they're very Winchester about it. Mm-hmm. Like the Winchesters were always very good at being like, you're not crazy. Uh, there's batshit sh- stuff that like is happening and there's monsters and they're real and we're here to fight them. Like they were pretty always good about that. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like, I don't feel like Cujo Jotaro would like look at someone and be like, we have these invisible beings called stands um, that are beating the shit out of each other right now. And there's a giant hole in them. Yeah. But then you like look away and it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, I mean, if you think about it as a stand, like a passerby, you'd be like, you're an insane person. There's nothing there. Whereas with like the zombie or werewolf thing, like maybe it'd be a little harder to kind of question that. So maybe no, it's like kind of pointless. Because, you know, it's always like, oh, it was an animal attack or. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like at least, at least there's something physical that somebody saw that there was like maybe a connection to reality. It'd be like, are you talking about the Winchesters? Yeah. Okay. Whereas very confusing. Sorry. But like Jojo, you can't really explain it away as like some cryptid shit. Like it's like that man just got thrown through the side of a building with nothing touching him, with nothing touching him. So Ooh. you think they would be more likely to gaslight passersby or yeah. less likely? I feel like, more likely and not even necessarily intentionally just because like maybe they tried at some point it was like this is pointless like what the fuck but then again everybody in morio probably is like like thinking they're all going crazy regardless because it's not exactly a big town and i gotta assume that plenty of people have seen some of the shit at least like you know ancillary just like on the like on the just he punched a hole through his fucking mom in the first episode (laughs) but yeah and she kind of acted like she 
Does that was that like a it like removes your memory of what happened thing? Or I don't think convenient? we ever came to a conclusion about that. Right, that was weird because she definitely straight up had her guts like just blasted out of her, and he's like, "Oops, never mind, it's fine." Yeah, he fixed her. So maybe maybe when when Crazy Diamond can fix stuff, maybe Crazy Diamond can kind of just like be like squeak 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 like little tiny eraser motion on your brain. Yeah, yeah. For that one, like little tiny moment, just smooth this out a little bit. Yeah, just like like just... Joseph, a la Joseph. Let's Joseph up this brain a little bit. Yeah, let's make this a Joseph brain. Mm-hmm. All right. So quickly moving topics. Uh, the other thing that stood out to me from this episode was JoJo's use of Koichi Kun, mm-hmm. and why? Why? Oh, I'm just like why <laughs> is jarring. Why? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's why? his... Why? Why? Why not? Um, yeah, we were. I think we were discussing it during the episode mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, you know, he never used um, suffixes or like honorifics with um, the, the guys he was traveling with in Egypt or to Egypt, in and around Egypt. He never used... Not Circa. even like with Gigi. It's not like Gigi-san or um, Gigi-chan or anything like that. It's just Gigi. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, but then all of a sudden it's Koichi Kun. Yeah, I don't know if this is like a sign of him growing up and being. It's gotta be. It's yeah, because it was very intentional, and like we've seen, like nobody in Japan has, talks to each other like that. He is twenty eight now. Hubba hubba. <laughs> um, nobody in Japan actually talks to each other like most of the shit that they yell at each other on a daily, like episode to episode way, like with the complete lack of honorifics and any kind of like you know give a shit. Like, are you, but they're but like the main protagonists are pretty much like delinquents, so they're not supposed to speak like right. every day, right? But like the whole him, that's what I'm saying. Like him, then who him? He, Jotaro. Hmm. Like him evolving his character as a more like you know adult self is like maybe it's little things like this where it's like, oh, he's actually acting like an adult, a 28 year old. I mean, man. yeah, he has a daughter by now too, so. Right. Like, yeah, he's definitely grown up and matured a little bit. And he's definitely not a delinquent anymore. Right. There's like little things like this that I think kind of are, I don't know if it's just like supposed to be subtle or if it's subtle because we don't speak Japanese. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, but I did think it was funny and cute. And what I didn't think was funny and cute is Koichi's just fucking not listening at all to anything yeah, that he was saying. Yeah, that was episode. super annoying. Just being an argumentative little brat. I'm like, how did you get like this? Right. Cause who, he, who let you do this? Yeah, like he turned into a little shit over yeah. the course of this. Like, And I'm just like... He's like, I'm not going to listen to the most powerful stand user in the universe. Yes. Um, I'm going to just, like, yeah, like you said, be argumentative just to argue. Yeah. For and no for why? You did this for why? Koichi, why not? He's <laughs> <laughs> like with his hair all spiked up. Right. He's in like Vegeta mode again. Yeah, delinquent. Why not? I just yeah, it really it's just did piss me off a lot because then Jotaro does get fucking hurt really like bad. Keeping him alive. Yeah. Like he's like, I need you to do this or else we're both gonna get fucked up and then oh gee, what happens? Koichi doesn't do the thing. Yeah, and he has to friggin' stop time. To, to try to barely, like, he, he stops yeah. time and still gets messed up. Well, because he doesn't know exactly when to stop time. If he knows when something's going to happen, mm-hmm. he could stop time with plenty of wiggle room. But because he doesn't know, like, he can't see Kira. Right, and he, he had can't to anticipate see. it. So this is, yeah, and this is um this is Killer Queen's, is this sheer heart attack? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, this is a second, like it's not an it's not like a power up. It's just like an it's a second ability. Yeah, because it's in it's like literally the back of his right hand or whatever. Like left he, hand. Yeah, left hand. He has a a heart <laughs> divot that He's comes got, out. Well, Kira does. Yeah. Um, when Koichi is using his power up, which we get to in episode twenty four. Uh, I think of the, well, yeah, that's like basically yeah. the Because episode end. 24, uh, we go from, uh, Echo's Act 2 being a range stand to Echo's Act 3 being a power stand. Yeah. I'm just like, and, and having all these lovely catchphrases. So this is the first catchphrase, which I, S-H-I-T. I mean, S-H-I-T. Yeah. I think it's, it's like, oh my God. It's so weird. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of odd choices on a Rocky's behalf. I will give him that. But again, it is a bizarre adventure. So why the fuck not? Cue audience laugh track. Yeah. And also, um, this is like we do see um, sheer heart attack like a lot more. It's like kind of like stuck in the ground with um, Act 3's freeze. Yeah. And I couldn't help but notice that um, it's shaped like a turtle. Yeah. It is shaped like a fucking turtle. Shaped like a turtle with an angry cat face on the front and, and like tank wheels instead of legs. Right. But it's basically a fucking turtle. It's basically a turtle. Um, I did enjoy Kira getting bullied by hoodlums. That was fun. Um, before he fucking messes them up in the alleyway. Oh, after, yeah. yeah. After he leaves the cafe. Yeah. That was kind of cool with part three, like actually being useful and just smashing his hands through the table. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, but that doesn't last long. Nope. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Like, do you, I guess he can use both at the same time, right? He can use. Unclear. Well, sheer heart attack is an extension of Killer Queen. So yes. Right. Because it comes out of Killer Queen's hand. Yeah. So it would, he would still have to make the detonation motion. Right. With his right hand. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like. Is that like a stand having its own substand? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Or it's just another ability of a stand. I mean, Star Platinum is got super strength and uh, enhanced eyesight, and it's really fast. And, of course, it's even faster when he can use the world. And he can finger real good, too. Star Finger. Almost forgot about that. I one. did forget about Starfinger. I like that. That was like his first like main ability for like four or five episodes, and then it's like never again. <sighs> oh my god! Um, yeah, but it, I think it's just like yeah, I agree with you that that's like a pretty common thing. But I feel like there's not a lot of instances of a stand's ability physically manifesting from the stand itself like that, and then going off and doing its own thing. So it's kind of cool. Um, hold on, I'm thinking. So far, no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Up to this point. Up to this point, no. Nah. So yeah, that is um very advantageous. Also advantageous is either wearing mismatched socks or inside out socks. Uh, could <laughs> potentially save your life. And I have to wonder, uh, yeah. did Araki encounter something in his life where he had his socks on inside out and it saved his life in some weird way? Or maybe, like, literally he wore his socks inside out all day one day before going to the audit, the office to draw the next chapter of fucking JoJo. And he was like, huh, I know just what I'll do. He's like, I need something to keep this boy alive. And he was like, 
I just I got just the thing. But who like intentionally wears their socks inside out? No. Aside from Koichi. I mean, was it intentional? We'll never know. Because he was unconscious when Kira noticed it. Right. Which is a normal, natural thing to and do. And like, so Josuke and Okiyasu are busting ass to get to them, For taking like a shortcut. Yeah. Well, they're running through the fucking town. Mm-hmm. And Kira like just has to stop and like fix Koichi's socks. So right. he pulls his shoes off, pulls one sock off, turns it back right side out. Puts it back on him. Puts his shoe back. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. He's like, this. He's like, I hate shit like this. But like, it is on. it is a plot driver, so I guess I'll allow it. I, I will say that I much prefer that over just, like, the Dragon Ball way of doing it, where they just, like, literally pan back and forth for that five minutes instead of it having been something, like, kind of goofy. And yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. I do. I, I like Araki's way of telling story better than... Um, then I, I mean, this compared to Dragon Ball, like Dragon Ball, like there's barely any story well, yeah. worthwhile for me to like go back and rewatch everything. I like, just like, yeah, no thanks. I like the character interactions in Dragon Ball, but like uh, yeah. the story is very basic. <laughs> like, yeah. There's not much Gotta to get it. to the next power level. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> Guy scream so hard that I almost shit my pants, but not shit my pants. Yeah. And then their power right. is more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And this episode is just like another just really big reminder to never piss off Jutes like ever. Don't do it. Right. He will fucking annihilate you. Yeah. He's like the only reason that you were you survived the encounter at the store is because I had to make sure this dumbass didn't get exactly. killed. Exactly. And he's like saying that while he's got a fucking hole through him. Right. Many holes. Yeah. He's actually like, he fucking peppered. Yeah. Like with shrapnel. I think it was also funny, like when Josuke finally shows up and he starts his interaction with Kira. I'm like, oh my God, Josuke, are you really this big of an idiot? Like again, like, mm-hmm. I did it. Ag- I did it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he sets it up to make you believe he that he's going to do some dumb shit. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, no, no. It's fine. Like, uh, he doesn't even say like, oh, let me fix you up. He's like, oh, like, are you hurt? Like, where are you hurt? Like, we should get you help. Like. Or I can help you. Yeah. He says, I can help you. Mm-hmm. Something along those it's lines. It's like, quick, quick, fix me, fix me. Right. And then Kira is like, gives, gives the fuck away because he yeah. knows what Josuke's stand is. Right. And Josuke's like, the fuck did you just say to me? I'm a son? delinquent ass looking high schooler. <laughs> like, what makes goes, you think? He goes from like cute and like pouty and like worried to like, I will fuck your world up like so instantly. Nobody lays a finger on my nephew. Exactly. <laughs> my 28 year old nephew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my 12 years older than me nephew. Yeah. You oh, son of so a gun. good. Um, but yeah, this is uh, kind oh, of yeah. the end of the, the second arc. Yeah, it is. And it unfortunately ends with uh, Suji Aya getting killed, yeah. which sucks because mm-hmm. she didn't ask for any of this. Right. She just wanted to fucking right. make some money off of her ability. Which There hey. was like no character development for her at all, which super sucks. And we barely knew her at all. But we did know that she grew up to high schoolers titties. She did do that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it was time for Suji Aya to go. <laughs> Maybe that's just for the best. Maybe that's just like Araki being like, don't touch high schoolers inappropriately. Yeah. Or you're going to end up like CGI. Yeah. Every time you're saying that, it sounds like you're saying CGI. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, yeah. Because of the CGI thing. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that wasn't even intentional. <laughs> but that makes some stupid sense. I seriously sense. doubt she was named after CGI, but she. it might very well be. A play Maybe. on that. Yeah, because like he she's 
like you know digitally yeah. fixing and at the time that this came out that would have been the brand new shit right this episode um, ends with my least favorite saying in japanese because of agretsuko hmm. and the sad feels man yeah yeah it still makes me feel bad i know it just makes it makes my stomach like hurt and like a bad like i didn't want to give you a hug because i was like i remember that we watched that episode and it was like literally so out of left field i'm just like no yeah uh, he "Mm." was just like uh you know oh like who can be hurt from this like it's fine everyone's fine and then like no yeah fuck cool thanks you're welcome well yeah so the end of the second arc ish we're on the yeah we're on the last stretch here um the next episode that we're not going to cover i uh graciously titled ghost dad the episode Uh, but it's nothing like the bill cosby movie in the 90s (laughs) so good oh man all right these ones are good yeah holy shit it's weird saying that like Bill Cosby's name even now I'm just like oh I remember like, I was like obsessed with that movie and now I say his name and I'm just like oh what a fucking shithead mm-hmm. yeah man the 2000s have really wild out huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking they really fucking went for it they really went for it and yeah. what did all we got was a fucking pandemic I <laughs> so far this uh I went I went through this shitty millennium and all I got was this dumbass pen easily prevent preventable pen I think I think the 2000s were like working their way up to this oh my god I'm getting so off topic now but like okay you know like it's kind of like started off kind of slow like oh y2k scare haha <laughs> just kidding yeah that feels like I really wish we could have a y2k scare again that'd be nice do, do you well in comparison do you know what would happen to the well I'm not gonna get into it we'll talk about this <laughs> offline but do you know what would happen to this country if we had another Y2K panic? I mean, yeah, at this point. It would be 1933 in Germany. Mm. That's what would happen. Mm. Instantly. Mm. Garen fucking teed. Anyway. I, all right, I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. So, like, it started off, it was like, haha, pranked ya. Nothing bad's gonna happen. And then I feel like the early 2000s were like, meh, so-so. Like, the Al Gore thing was pretty shitty. Mm. Um, and the dimpled chads from the florida ballots oh god okay. yeah <laughs> the dimpled chads and the hanging chads <laughs> the, the, the you were really name, racking your brain you were name, just like wait chad did what <laughs> yeah, the name chad has taken on a different kind of connotation right if we just if we just really kind of took our time and like combed through the 2000s with a fine tooth comb we might see some warning signs there that were leading up to like oh y'all gonna make memes about 2020 as early as 2015 hmm <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll, I know. We'll see how we feel about that. I feel like the whole like we really fucked ourselves over with the whole like the 2020 memes. Yeah, like, and, yeah, hindsight 20. Yeah, mm, yeah, mm, that was a bad move. Yeah, bad move on our part. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe yeah. we'll maybe next maybe the year 20,220 we'll figure shit out. Right. So uh, to wrap things up real quick, let's play a fun little meme. Uh, there's a meme going around that is take your age. Mm. And then do so do chapter your age and then give um, give it a title for the age you are. So like take a take a phrase or a sentence or something that would sum up your age chapter. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. 34. Yes. Oh, cool. I get this game. Yeah. And then you make up a phrase or something that would describe chapter 34 of your life. Hmm. 
Is this like a is this like a JoJo thing? Off the cuff. Just go. No, it's not it's not related to JoJo at all. I just want to know what you would pick. Oh. Um Beer's cool. I like beer now way more than I ever have. 34. That's me. Huh. Okay. Uh I don't like that. I'm still on chapter 33 for another few days. So uh, I think my first initial gut reaction to titling this chapter was chapter 33, I hate it here. No, we're going to keep that. Okay. Um, sorry, everyone. Feels if, natural. If you can, <laughs> it feels very natural right now. If you can hear that in the background, um, it's not a tsunami klaxon or an air raid siren. I swear to God, that is our local fire department's all volunteers need to report right the fuck now. Um, emergency call. Yeah, because we're in the 1960s, apparently. Yes, apparently you can't just send out a text alert anymore. You, yeah, it's super fun when there's like three going from different directions. Ugh, hearing that through the headphones creeped me out even fucking worse than yeah, usual. Yeah, your eyes got really big. Ugh. Okay, well, that wraps up this episode of Otaku. Great, love it. Really love this. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, See have a good night. Time.